financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners is the professional who helps to potentially get everything financially tuned. For the past 24 years, Eric Cheek has provided current, insightful advice for seniors, retirees, and those preparing for retirement. Eric works one-on-one -on -one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned. And we're back this week with another program of Financially Tuned. Uh, I'm Eric Cheek. From Nevada Retirement Planners and today we're going to be talking about creating a legacy that counts. With me this week is Tony Shore. Tony, how you doing today? Well Eric, I'm doing great today. I had a great week. I love this weather. How are you doing? I'm doing great. My, uh, my tomatoes are looking good so uh, I'm getting ready to start the harvest here in the next few days. Well I hope you save some for me. <laughs> I'll have enough, believe me. I got to grow like crazy. Well, Eric, as excited as I am about your tomatoes, today we're actually going to be discussing how to create a legacy that counts and a legacy that lasts. Can you tell us just a little bit more about that? Well, I'm uh, really glad to be able to talk about this. Uh, it's an important topic to cover. Creating one's legacy takes time and thoughtful planning. Now, the idea of estate planning, uh, preparing wills and trusts and powers of attorney and working with attorneys uh, can really be disheartening for some. Uh, so in this show, we're going to address ways you can easily and efficiently prepare your financial legacy. Well, what exactly is a financial legacy plan? Legacy planning is a comprehensive assessment of your values and your financial goals to help ensure that your wealth is preserved, appropriately transferred, and realized by future generations. Now, your plan reflects a lifetime of effort and provides the knowledge that your wealth will be passed on to your children and grandchildren. Well, that's really good to know. So, what are some of the benefits to having a financial legacy? Well, there are many reasons and benefits as to why you want a financial legacy. If you don't plan your legacy, someone else will. Uh, that someone else is usually a combination of the IRS and other government entities, uh, lawyers, executors, courts, accountants. Uh, you want to make sure that someone who has your interests uh, and your beneficiaries in mind uh, planning your financial legacy. Uh, the distribution of your assets, whether in the form of property, stocks, uh, individual retirement accounts, 401ks, or liquid assets, it can be a complicated undertaking if you haven't left clear instructions about how you want them handled. Now, not having a plan will cost more money and more time, leaving your loved ones to wait, uh, sometimes for years, and receive less of your legacy than if you had a clear plan. Now, also planning your legacy will help your assets be transferred with little delay and little, con uh, little confusion. 
So instead of leaving decisions about how to distribute your estate to your family, attorneys, or financial professionals, preserve your legacy and your wishes by drafting a clear plan and an early age. Uh, I always tell people that uh, come to workshops that I do that everybody has three potential beneficiaries. And I ask folks if they know who those potential beneficiaries are, and most folks don't know. I said, well, one obviously is your loved ones, uh, your family members. Uh, the other one is uh, uh, your favorite church or charity. And the other beneficiary potentially is the IRS. And I always ask people of those three potential beneficiaries, is there one that you wish to disinherit? And that usually gets a little chuckle. But yeah, the IRS is always a potential beneficiary of your legacy. Well, Eric, that's a lot of great information. What are some good questions someone can ask themselves to make sure they're covering all of the, their bases when planning their financial legacy? Well, there's a handful of questions you should ask yourself when planning. Uh, first, are my assets up to date? Uh, have my primary and contingent beneficiaries been clearly designated? Does my plan allow for restriction of a beneficiary? Does my legacy plan address minor children that I want to provide with income? Does my legacy plan allow for a multi-generational payout of an account? Uh, answer these questions are critical if you want the final say in how your assets are distributed. And in all honesty, it can be hard to sit down and plan your legacy. Uh, it reminds us that life is short and the relatively complicated nature of sorting through these assets can feel like a daunting task. Uh, but one thing for sure, uh, it's impossible for your assets to be transferred or distributed the way you want at the end of your life if you don't have a plan. So just remember, in order to achieve your legacy goals, you do need a plan. Well, definitely. Are there a lot of people out there who haven't taken the time to plan their financial legacies? Well, Surprisingly enough, Tony, yes, uh, there are plenty of people who do not have a financial legacy prepared. And if you're, most, uh, if you're like most people, planning your estate isn't at the top of uh, your list of things to do. Planning your income needs for retirement, managing your assets, and just living your life without worrying about how your estate will be handled when you die uh, make legacy planning less attractive for a Saturday afternoon task, I can tell you that. Uh, now, a survey conducted by Harris Interactive uh, states that approximately 55% of American adults do not have a will or an estate plan in place. Even more specifically, and possibly more shocking, a survey at rocketlawyer.com states that 41% of baby boomers have not legally stated who will get their inheritance. Also from this survey, 50% do not have a will to protect their family. Now, it's interesting to me that the more people that do not have uh, a plan for their financial legacy, however, on the other hand, there are people starting to plan their legacy more and more regularly than they have in the past. Uh, a poll done by ABC News states that the number of people who have a living will has grown. Uh, it's grown from 17% in 1991 to 34% in 1999 to 41% currently. But keep in mind, a living will, or in Nevada we call it uh, a physician advanced directive, just states uh, more or less your end-of-life decisions if you want to be kept alive on life support. It's not a document that transfers assets to your heirs. 
Yeah, I think that's a, a misunderstanding. A lot of people have wills, but even if they specify in a written will and have an attorney drop a will um, and they specify, oh, I want this person to get this percentage of my wealth or this person to get that asset, uh, it's what that's going to do is send them into probate, right? They don't want to do that because the it's really the will doesn't take precedent over what beneficiary statements that you have in your financial accounts, right? No, it doesn't. Um, uh, if someone has an IRA or life insurance, those beneficiary designations, or even a 401k for that matter, um, the beneficiary designations on those accounts supersede wills, trusts, and probate. Um, and if someone just has their home, for example, titled in their will and, and their bank accounts, that is an automatic ticket to probate right there. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. Well, now that we've discussed the importance of having a financial legacy, what's usually one of the first things you'd recommend somebody do before they meet with you? Well, I encourage them to obtain a copy of all relevant documents, uh, their financial statements, bank records, insurance policies, and anything else that might be pertinent. Uh, bring it into my office uh, to go through and make sure uh, we have an organized inventory of where everything is. Uh, how the ownership is structured, and who the beneficiary designations are. I also like to give them uh, my From the Heart journal, which provides a detailed outline to help make sure they're prepared and they have everything lined up. Uh, and as a bonus to our listeners, they can visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com, or they can call my office at 775-674-2222 to receive a complimentary From the Heart journal to help them organize their documents and verify that they haven't missed uh, any necessary steps to creating their lasting legacy. Well, that's great, Eric. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more Financially Tuned and Eric Cheek. The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nevada Retirement Planners, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It is not simply a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please call our office today at 775-674-2222 or visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com. There are 96 different months that you could file for Social Security benefits. There are over 9,000 combinations if you are married. But that's not all. There are advanced filing strategies that can also be used. By the time you factor it all in, there are over 20,000 calculations that need to be run to find the best way to file for Social Security benefits. Visit nvretirementplanners.com to request your free Social Security Maximization Report from Nevada Retirement Planners. You'll know exactly what to do and exactly when to do it. Welcome back. I'm Tony Shore. I'm here with Eric Cheek on Financially Tuned, and we've been discussing the importance of a financial legacy, and why you should plan for one. Yes, and planning and reviewing your financial legacy can be the first step in protecting it. Uh, it can be imperative for you to work with the right financial professional and the right firm. You want someone to handle your legacy with the same resolve as you do. Not preparing for a financial legacy seems to be a common occurrence amongst many Americans. We spend so much time saving and acquiring our money and possessions, 
but we often neglect where it will go when we're gone. Well, yeah, and that that brings us back to talking about the importance of, uh, you know, the legacy, and it it's, shouldn't just be a will. Uh, why should someone get started on leaving a financial legacy for their family and loved ones? Well, eventually when your income need is filled and you have sufficient standby money to meet your needs for emergencies, travel, uh, extra expenses you're planning for, whatever isn't used during your lifetime, it becomes your financial legacy. Now, the money that you do not use during your lifetime will either go to loved ones, uh, unloved ones, charities, or the IRS. The question is, who would you rather disinherit? Now, by having a legacy plan that clearly outlines your assets, your beneficiaries, and your distribution goals, you can make sure that the money and property is ending up in the hands of people you determined beforehand. Now, without a clear plan, it's impossible for anyone to know if your beneficiary designations are current and reflect your wishes because you haven't clearly expressed who your beneficiaries are. Now, if you've not clearly and effectively communicated your desires regarding the planned distribution of your legacy, you and your family may end up losing a large part of it. Well, that's not good. So what specifically is included in one's legacy? Well, your legacy and plan includes your bank accounts, a will, life insurance policies, 401ks, IRAs, corporate benefit programs, estate, and any of your accounts that list a recipient. Well, you know what, Eric? This seems like a lot to have to work with. Do you have clients that become overwhelmed when planning their financial legacy? Well, yeah. Um, however, making a legacy plan starts with a simple list. The first and one of the most largest steps is to set up an estate plan with a financial professional that reflects your desires and creates a detailed inventory of your assets and your debts. Now, you need to know what assets you have, who the beneficiaries are, and how much they're worth and how they're titled. Now, you can start by identifying and listing your assets. Now, that's a good starting point for working with a financial professional who can then help you determine the detailed information about your assets that will dictate how they're distributed upon your death. Eric, let me ask you a question about legacy planning. It seems like there's a lot involved here. Does it take a lot of time when you meet with a client about legacy planning? Should I plan on, uh, when I come in for my legacy planning, uh, does this take a lot of time to go through? And do you do it with the individual? Do you do it as a couple? Do you have whole families come in? How does that work? Well, um, it, it typically takes uh, no more than about uh, an hour or two uh, to get started. Uh, I've got an intake form uh, that my attorney uses uh, as a basic uh, document to create the framework of their legacy plan. Uh, so we got the process fairly streamlined and we just need to sit and input information. Uh, now clients that want to get this process started uh, I can email or fax that form over to them and they can go ahead and, uh, and start uh, completing it on their own so we can be uh, more productive when they come in to visit with me. But it, it's not a task that really is overwhelming. Uh, it seems that sometimes the hardest thing is just for people to take the first step and say that I'm going to do it. 
Um, I used to give people uh, these little handouts in uh, workshops that I did, and they were a little round coin that said to it on it because I'd ask people about legacy planning and they'd say, well, we haven't gotten around to it, but it's one of those things we want to do. And so I had these little round uh, discs made that said to it on it. And so I'd give those people uh, one of those little discs and say, well, now you have a round to it. So let's get it going. <laughs> but it's not really as bad as, as, uh, as people think. And, and I can tell you this from all the folks that we've helped create legacy planning for, they're very happy and usually relieved that they've completed that important part of their financial planning. So it's something that on the front, like you mentioned earlier in the show, a lot of us are apprehensive about because it makes us feel, it makes us think about, you know, the finality of, of life and approaching our elder years and the end of our lives. So people don't like to dwell on it and they kind of put it off. But once they do it, it feels so good and it's, they're relieved that they've done it, it correct? That's exactly correct. Um, you know, my own father, uh, I use him as an example a lot with clients and I share this with folks. Um, my father was disabled and lived with me and my family for 16 years before he passed away. And when he did move in with us, one of the first things I did was I got my attorney to draft a will for him and, and powers of attorney and whatnot. And my father was very reluctant to completing these documents. And he said one time over dinner, he goes, what are you trying to do? Kill me? And I said, no, that's that's not it at all, dad. But, you know, I need to have uh, the authority to to do things. Uh, uh, for example, if you end up in the hospital, I need to have the legal authority to uh, to have doctors treat you and so on and so forth. So uh, once I got his will and his power of attorney done, uh, you know, a few months later, we were driving somewhere in the car and out of the blue, he just said, son, I'm glad that we did that will stuff. You know, he just, he still didn't want to talk about it very much, but I know he was glad he got it done. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, it's so important. I mean, otherwise, what's the alternative? Do you want your loved ones uh, to be able to get your legacy and have access to it? Or do you want it to go into a probate court for years and maybe the government get most of it? I mean, that's that or an attorney take most of it. That's not that no one wants that. None of those outcomes are really desirable. And uh, the, the, the best outcome is the outcome that you choose by creating a legacy plan. Okay. So you've provided a lot of great information. We've already learned about the importance of creating a financial legacy that lasts. Well, I'm glad you found it helpful, and I hope our listeners have too. Now, it's about time for us to take a short break, but before we go, you can visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com, and you can call my office as well at 775-674-2222 to receive a complimentary sample of From Our Heart Journal to help you get started on planning your financial legacy. You've worked hard over the years to accumulate wealth. You'll probably find it comforting to know that after your death, the assets you leave behind can continue to be a source of support for your family and the causes that are important to you. To ensure your legacy reaches your heirs as you intend, you must make the proper arrangements now. Call Nevada Retirement Planners to find out how your retirement savings plans can be structured to help increase the value of your estate and create a legacy that your family can benefit from. At Nevada Retirement Planners, our team can help you potentially protect your legacy for loved ones 
provide benefits for charities while avoiding excessive tax burdens. Call Nevada Retirement Planners at 775-674-2222 for all your estate planning needs. And just for calling, we'll provide you with a complimentary Legacy Maximizer report, which will illustrate how you can leverage your existing assets to potentially maximize your legacy. Visit us at nvretirementplanners.com. And we're back with more of Financially Tuned with our financial professional, Eric Cheek, from Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, if you're just tuning in, we've covered some ways to help protect your financial legacy and how important leaving a financial legacy could be. Well, earlier in the show, Eric, you mentioned estate planning as part of one's legacy planning. So what importance does estate planning have in the creation of your financial legacy? Well, estate organization is just as important as ever, and it affects everyone. You know, questions you want to ask yourself when reviewing your estate are, Are your assets actually titled and held the way you think they are? Are your beneficiaries set up the way you think they should be? Have there been any changes to your family or those you desire as beneficiaries? So there's more than one. uh, There's more to your legacy beyond your property, money, investments, and other assets that you leave to family members, loved ones, or charities. You also leave behind personal items of importance your values, your beliefs, your personal and family history, and your wishes. So when it comes time for your family and loved ones to make decisions after you're gone, knowing your wishes can help them make decisions that honor you and your legacy and give meaning to what you leave behind. Well, yeah, and that's so important. I'm so glad you mentioned this, Eric, because a lot of times people think of a legacy and we think of just finances, which is the biggest part. You know, we all have assets. And those are the things we really focus on first. But as we all know, family situations can get tense after a loved one passes, say, uh, a mother and father of a family, and the siblings are all left to uh, divide it up or go through things. And a lot of times, the thing that can cause the most problems might be a family heirloom. I remember when my grandfather passed away, the assets, uh, they, you know, they, they worked with a planner and got that. But they didn't think, and this is where I know you help your clients too, is you look at things, uh, have them write down things exactly where they're going to go and plan out everything. Because my grandfather had a mason's ring and that ended up being the thing that caused a real point of contention as to who got that ring. (laughs) So it's sometimes funny and we often forget some of the smaller things that might seem small. Uh, it It didn't seem significant to my grandfather. But had he met with his family and discussed it before passing, uh, then he would know, okay, I need to designate where this is going to go and how this is going to work. And so you, if you encourage people while their family is still around to get together and have a family type meeting, don't you? I do. Um, you know, the same situation happened with my father. Now, even though uh, he lived with me for 16 years, my parents had six children. So everybody had their own idea as to what was going to happen after my father passed away. Uh, He didn't have much money, uh, so there wasn't any real issue about that in my mind. But I had six copies of his will made. And so when he passed away, I I mailed off copies of those to my siblings. And so they all knew what my dad's wishes were. And uh, so there was no arguments, no hard feelings, no contentious uh, 
phone calls or anything like that. Everybody just said, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, that makes sense. And, uh, and the most important thing was it was his wishes, uh, not one of my siblings uh, saying that, you know, dad would have wanted this or that or the other. So uh, it, was, it was really important that, we, that I got him down uh, in a chair and sat with him and had this conversation. And we, we uh, drafted up those, uh, those legacy documents for him. Yeah, and that, that, that's what makes it so important to do uh, a legacy and a legacy plan and a financial legacy plan um, earlier rather than later. So uh, back to estate planning, what are the basic steps, Eric, of estate planning? Well, according to an article titled The Basics of Estate Planning, now even if you don't think you have an estate uh, by Gary Deck on the Life Happens website, there are four key steps uh, to estate planning. First, you need to decide who the recipients of your estate will be. This will make sure that your financial dependents, families, friends, uh, and a spouse or whomever uh, you want to be your beneficiary is correctly listed. Next, you need to decide on an estate plan. This can help your loved ones avoid unnecessary legal and financial burdens and help make sure your final wishes are carried out. Now, there are a handful of factors to take into consideration when choosing an estate plan, which includes, have you created a will? Do you have a living will or advanced directive? Uh, does someone have power of attorney? Who will care for children? If you have minor children, this is definitely a consideration. Uh, should you have a revocable trust or a irrevocable trust? Third, uh, you'll want to purchase life insurance if someone else depends on you financially. And lastly, uh, you should organize yourself and your finances. Having your finances organized will help uh, with a smooth transition of your estate. Well, how important is it to work with a financial professional when working on your financial legacy? Well, I think it's, it's vitally important. Uh, the one thing that you want to make sure that happens is... Uh, uh, is your wishes are honored and they hold up in court if necessary. So I think working with a financial professional and a local estate planning attorney, uh, which I use, uh, is vital to this process. Well, Eric, you've provided a lot of helpful insight in today's show. Is there anything else you'd like to discuss before we go? Well, thanks. Uh, and yes, before we go today, I want you to know you can visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or give me a call at the office at 775-674-2222 uh, to receive a complimentary sample of our From the Heart journal. Uh, I love giving my clients this journal because they can take it with them wherever they go and whenever they need it, they have it. However, it's really only the first step. Please utilize this journal and contact me to assist you on the path to solidifying your financial legacy. Well, Eric, I know our show's almost over, but I just wanted to tell you, uh, I love this topic because I think it's so important. I've seen it with my family and I've heard stories, great stories about people having good financial plans before they go. But we see the horror stories all the time, even on television with celebrities these days. I'm always amazed at how someone with so many assets could not have a solid financial plan in place and leave it up to a somewhat iffy will or not have things up to date when they pass away. And we see the importance of this in our lives every day. I know our listeners, 
I'm sure they all understand the importance of this. Am I right? Would you agree? I would totally agree. Um, you know, the one thing I see in, in working with attorneys is they're somewhat torn on this topic because uh, if they sit down in advance and create a legacy plan and draft up all these important documents, uh, certainly they're going to be paid for that work. Uh, however, if someone calls them out of the phone book uh, looking for an attorney that can handle a probate, uh, you know, dollar signs seem to light up when that happens. And so I see the dilemma that attorneys have as well. They know that people should do these things, uh, but somehow I think they secretly wish that that most folks won't uh, because it'll net them more income when they go to probate for them. Well, yeah, and that's not and that's not good. Well, hey, it's been a great show. We're going to be back at the same time, same place next week with Eric Cheek and Financially Tuned. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nvretirementplanners.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 